Sarah Oldmore is an actress and an arts worker and is an ambassador for Women's Lives Leeds. She remotely connected to tell me about her new project, The Leonora Legacy. Have a listen. So for this Corona Bloody Virus extraordinary episode of Light on Leeds, I have Sarah Oldnow, who is remotely connected to speak to me. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Hazel. Thank you very much for coming along and talking to me. So, Sarah, you've come along to tell me about the Leonora legacy. Can you explain what that is? I can. So maybe about two years ago now, I decided that I wanted to write a play about Leonora Cohen, who was a woman who was born in Leeds and amongst lots of other things, was a suffragette. But during lockdown, I had to stop my research for that. And I'd originally wanted to write a play about her life so I could perform in it as well. And I wanted to have some female empowerment workshops which would run alongside the performances. And... Because I was a bit bored during lockdown and I needed something creative to do, I decided to develop the live physical email empowerment workshops into an idea for webinars. So um, the Leonora Legacy is going to be 10 webinars centering on women who are living in, from or have a connection to Leeds who are extraordinary, inspiring, empowering women who have either been through that um, adversity or are going through it, but it's how they respond to how they live their lives and other people have found them empowering and inspiring and I want to share that and help other girls and women in Leeds be able to become empowered. Well, that sounds brilliant. And so so do you have sort of guest speakers come and speak on your webinars? They're going to be recorded. So each webinar might not just have one person, but they will mainly have a subject that we talk about that are relevant to those individuals who are taking part in that particular webinar. And how have you found how have you found sort of the organisation and the moving online of all this kind of thing, the technical aspect? Just basic things like people replying to emails has been quite hard, especially during the first little bit of lockdown, if you like, because I think people were acclimatising and are not not necessarily at work or or were prioritising very specific things. So when I was sending them an email saying the Leonora legacy, they weren't necessarily replying. Right. So you had to sort of find another way around that then? Yes, and also the digital aspect, I'm very untech savvy, so I'm on a very steep learning curve, and also I'm I'm finding that with the webinars, because of some of the subject matter and the personal nature of what some of these women and girls will be talking about, they might take a different format, so some of them might be a podcast and also some of them might have women who are disguised with their voice and um, so people don't recognise who they are through their voice or how they look. So that's quite a lot to think about isn't it? 
So when you're when you're thinking of people who are going to be on your webinars and your podcasts, do you have a list of people that you'd already thought about, or how how have you sort of how have you sourced people for these? Um, so I already had a few people on my list, and then I contacted people who I knew and grassroots organisations and arts organisations in Leeds, asking if they wanted to nominate someone. So one of the reasons why I'm doing your podcast today is to say, if you would like to nominate someone, then feel free to get in touch with me and let me know the person's name, why you believe that they are inspiring, um, and they may well be added to my list of people, um, my long list. Fantastic. And so you said at the beginning, what inspired you on this journey in the first place was um, thinking about Leonora Cohen. Can you tell me a little bit about her and and why she particularly sparked your interest in the first place? Leonora Cohen was um, a lady, well, a remarkable woman who died at the ripe old age of 105. Wow. Yeah. She was a suffragette and is mainly known as the Tower Suffragette. She went to London, to the Tower of London, and smashed a glass case that held the crown jewels and was imprisoned as a result of that. That's what she's mainly known as, but she was an activist all her life. She was a trade unionist for many of those years. She was a great advocate to support women and improve their working conditions and also to try and empower them and help them to be able to make their lives better. Well, she sounds like a fantastic person. How did you come across her in the first place? One of my other jobs, I'm a learning facilitator at Leeds City Museum, and they donated a lot of her things by Leonora before she died. And I just heard snippets of what she'd done. And actually, throughout her life, she's just been the most incredible person, but so few people know of her. So... When she was quite young, she married a Jewish guy, despite their the families. They didn't want, the families didn't want them to get married. She wasn't of Jewish heritage. Her and her husband were vegetarians. He was very supportive of the movement, the suffrage movement. She, they had a boarding house together. They supported women who were force-fed in prison, and they had a boarding house where women could come and convalesce. She was also awarded an OBE. She was a magistrate for many years. And just throughout her life, she was very consistent in trying to forward how women were perceived and how women should, well, could move forward in society. She sounds like an absolutely fascinating woman, Sarah. So... So you decided to write a play, and had you ever written one before, or was this your first try at it? This is my first try. So I'd written little bits and pieces before, but not a whole play. So the way that I will be doing it is obviously gathering a lot of research that will include visiting the Tower of London and also listening to some tapes that Leonora um, created in the 1970s which are held at the London School of Economics. 
and then we are going to do some devising with a group of actors to see which areas of Leonora's life would be best used in a play. There is so much material and she did so much in that 105 years that it will be very difficult to show an audience the important bits. I can imagine it will be, yeah. And so you have to actually go to London to hear these recordings. There's no other way of doing that. No, there isn't. There isn't. That's where they're held. Wow, that's be exciting to hear what it is that she was saying. Yeah, and actually to hear her, I think, will be, yeah, probably a, a goose-pimply moment. And so, Sarah, have you... I know that you're an actress as well. Um, is acting something that you've always been involved in? Quite a lot, I suppose. When I was um, at school, I did amateur dramatics and youth theatre, and it was something that I always wanted to do. But I failed my A-levels and got some work and then realised that actually I had to be an actor. I couldn't, I didn't want to do anything else. So I went to university, got, got a degree so that I could do other things to support my acting work. And yeah, haven't looked back since then, really. Wow. And what would you say, what's, what's the favourite sort of acting job that you've been involved in so far? Wow, there's so many different things. What I really love about acting is that there's a lot of variety. You never get bored. So one minute you can be doing a character voice for a museum and then another time, you know, you're working with a live audience. Live audience is particularly special because you're working off the energy of the audience and also, you know, your fellow actors which is something distant at the moment and actors are particularly touchy-feely bunch but it just just connecting with other people's emotions within the family of the cast is a really fantastic thing and something I missed dearly actually. Oh I bet. There are quite a lot of different jobs that I've absolutely loved but for many different reasons, I guess, really. And so um, you also, you're a support, assistant support worker at Imagine If, and that's a theatre company, is that right? It is, yes. Imagine If is run by Cheska Joy, who tours theatre productions, and her last tour was called Jadek, and that was about her granddad, her Polish granddad, who she cares for. Another side of Imagine If, runs interventions called Bird on the Wing, which goes into prisons and works with the guys in there twofold. One, to do drama workshops, to develop confidence and to work together. And then the second side of that is to help write CVs and give guys the tools to be able to move forward with their lives when they come out of prison. And what I do is I ring guys who come out of prison, give them support, um, put them in touch with organisations that might be able to help them further and help them move towards realistic goals so that they can feel that they are moving forward and not going back to prison, hopefully. I imagine that's really um, rewarding work, Sarah. It is, it is. Um, just the fact that you're, that I'm trying to, to help people, especially, you know, during these difficult times. Life is, is hard enough, but 
a massive thing with these guys and with everybody, I think, really, is isolation. It's having a lack of human contact. It makes such a massive difference to people's lives. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like you say, we're all feeling some of that at the moment. Yeah. And so also, Sarah, you're an ambassador for Women's Lives Leeds. Can you tell me a little bit more about your work there? That sort of links in with my Leonora legacy, really. I contacted Women's Lives Leeds as part of the Leonora project, and it was suggested, and then, yeah, it was, I was suggested to become an ambassador, really. And basically, that means that I... I'm just try and support other girls and women to have a better life in Leeds. And it, that might just mean supporting, you know, having some positive words to say to someone, or it might be something, I guess, more dramatic than that. But it, Leeds is looking to be the first women-friendly city in the UK. So I feel proud to be part of that and being one of the ambassadors well yeah and you know it's all it all nicely sort of turns into a circle doesn't it because the work that you've been doing previously and then with the Leonora legacy you know you very much fit the bill yourself well hopefully so hopefully so yeah and Sarah have you always lived in Leeds I guess for most of my life, yes and also that's another connection with Leonora I've lived in South Leeds most of my life and Leonora came from South Leeds, so I wanted to leave a legacy for her and from me, really, to help other girls and women in South Leeds to believe in themselves and to think if they have a dream, they can go for it. That's fantastic, especially seeing as South Leeds is my favourite part of Leeds. Uh-huh. Because it's the bit that I live in. <laughs> so, so, Sarah, you've lived here for a long time, so you've, you can definitely answer the three questions that are traditionally ask every guest. The first of which is, what would you say is great about the city of Leeds? Okay, these were the hard questions. (laughs) Yeah, the great thing about Leeds for me is that it's a great mixture. You've got city and you've got green spaces. And that's a really perfect balance for me because I love both. If I have too much of a city or too much of feeling rural, then I get a bit stir crazy. But just having a balance of being able to get out when you want to, it's just really fantastic. So I love the city aspect and I also love being able to get away. Where I live, I'm really lucky. There are, you know, footpaths close by. I have a garden, which has been an absolute joy during lockdown. And yeah, I'm really thankful that I have that balance in my life. Yeah, definitely. I think it is nice to have a little bit of both, isn't it? Absolutely. Do you feel as well like having to concentrate like your Leonora legacy? Do you think that's helped you somewhat during the lockdown period as well, having something to, to think about? Very much so. And also I needed something creative to do. And even though now more acting work is coming in and... People are finding different ways to work for acting work, whether it be online or socially distanced. I have found that, yeah, I'm sorry, I've lost my train of thought. (laughs) It's helped you. It's helped you sort of um, through this difficult period because you've, you've had something to think about and a project to work on. Yes, absolutely. So it's given me a bit more structure and also just having something creative. And everybody who I've spoken to has been really supportive of it. So... That's been really heartening when you create a project. Sometimes, especially, you know, when you're doing it on your own, technically, you can question yourself. 
but everyone has been so supportive and have all said this is a great project yes oh that's fantastic and that's got to help you uh through these hard dark times we're all going through and i'm sorry to have to ask this sarah but i ask everybody if you had to say something that you think is not so great about the city what would it be so I'm a massive fan of history. I didn't used to be at school, but I guess working in a museum has helped me do that. Yeah. And if personal history and personal heritage is really important because we can learn from it. And I find that Leeds often is billed as a city where you can go clubbing, where you can go shopping, and where, you know, it ha- has hotels. Not so much these days, I guess, with all three of those, but what I find is is that Leeds has an amazing heritage. The architecture and the people who went before us are just incredible. And there are so many individuals, including Leonora, who helped shape not just the country and, and this city, but also, you know, the world. I know that sounds really dramatic, but it really is true when you start looking into the individuals who helped shape this city. So I genuinely feel that the people and the buildings that went before us should be more acknowledged. And also, I tend to sort of look around and see things more and more as I get older. And some of the architecture in Leeds and in places like Chapel Town and Chapel Allerton, you know, Holbeck, there's some amazing architecture and buildings. And when you dig deeper, you'll find that the people who lived there were really extraordinary, amazing people too. And it's just a shame that there isn't more of a nod and acknowledgement to those people and places. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, one of my previous guess was Mick McCann and he's written a fantastic book called How Leeds Changed the World. It's one of my favourite books and I'm always dipping into it um, and there's all sorts of fantastic things in there and I mean obviously I think Leeds is amazing otherwise I wouldn't have started this podcast but um, that book like really inspired me and I was like oh my goodness like I always thought it was amazing but look at all these things I never knew about. Absolutely. And if somebody had been um, a resident of Leeds for a long time Sarah and um you would you be able to tell them about something that you would consider to be a hidden gem that you think that they may not have heard about? I've racked my brains for this one. Um, and what I've come up with, because I do absolutely adore it, is a place called Soulané. It's a little restaurant which is in Leeds City Centre, and I've gone there for years. I absolutely love it. It's got a really amazing early bird menu that includes half a bottle of wine, which is always fabulous. <laughs> The staff are fantastic. I've never, ever had a bad meal there, but it's quite hidden away. It's on Quebec Street, which is off City Square, yeah. and it's in, it's in like a cellar, so it's sort of just round the back, and it's at the back of the Metropole Hotel, which I think is called the, the Met Hotel now. But that is a beautiful place, and the food is just to die for. I love it. It's one of those places that's always been on my list ever since I've lived in Leeds. Um, when I've gone past it, and it's a gorgeous building. It looks it looks really cosy and lovely that you got you sort of going um below ground to it. Yeah, it's definitely on my list as that one, Sarah. But I think you're right. I think it could be a place that people could miss. Yeah, and also because of the 10 p.m. closing at the moment they've extended their early bird to an earlier time as well so go and support them it's worth it 
That sounds brilliant. I'll definitely put them on my list. And um, you've not 100% decided on which track yet, Sarah, but you know that it's going to be by somebody that you know. Can you tell me a little bit about why you chose this person? Okay, I've chosen Beth Kilburn for my track. Beth is a friend and a colleague. She's an actor, but more than that, she is a vocalist and songwriter, a very talented vocalist and songwriter. And so I wanted to include a track of hers to get her out there just a little bit more because she's just fabulous. Excellent. I'm really looking forward to listening to that. And Sarah, what will you be doing with the rest of your day today? Well, I'm going to do some boring bits and pieces. I also need to ring one of my guys from Imagine If. I'm going to have fish and chips later tonight when my husband comes home um, and do some prep for some work for tomorrow. Oh, well, that sounds like a good productive um, evening, especially the addition of fish and chips, which, of course, is always welcome. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming along and speaking to me. I will put links in the podcast notes to everything that you've spoken about and then... If people want to suggest somebody um, to be part of the Leonora legacy, then they can. Brilliant. Thank you. And also, if I could just add, if you, if anybody wanted to nominate an organisation or somewhere that wanted to house the finished webinars, this is physically or digitally, they, it, they will be available in different formats, but accessibility is key. Because of the subject matter of some of the webinars, then they need to be housed in a place of safety where women and girls can access them in their own time without, well, just just in a relaxed environment. So there are some organisations that will already be housing them. But if anybody would like to suggest somewhere that they think would be an ideal place for them to be, then also do get in touch. Excellent. So I'll make sure that that people can click through and um, get in touch with that information for you, Sarah. Thank you again for being such a great guest. Best of luck with the Leonora Legacy and best of luck with the play. I'll be very much looking forward to seeing it. Thank you. The Leonora Legacy is a brilliant project and it was great to chat to Sarah about it. If you'd like to nominate somewhere to house Sarah's webinars, please get in touch with her via the links in the podcast notes. Sarah chose to feature the beautiful track Summer Bird by Beth Kilburn. I hope you enjoy it. Bye! Trying to survive it. Now you say you found a spell and we could revive it. Building up a city underground, help me find a way to carry on.
I know who I am? What have I become while you were away? A lonely girl. I looked for you on every cloudless day. To no avail. You were taken by an uninvited guest. I am just a summer bird blown far from the nest. I am worth the asking price, though you sell me out for less. I was born with five feathers and taught to undress. Seasons turn to let me out of my prison in the snow. I am just a summer bird who could ever know. Neon harbor lights couldn't lead you on You cried at the moon and she brought you home Something stirred the glass turning in my chest I remember you Kindness burrows through my veins, warming up my blood, tonic to my heart. What have I become while you were away? A lonely girl, I looked for you on every cloudless day. To no avail, you were taken by an uninvited guest. I am just a summer bird, blown far from the nest. I am worth the asking price, though I sell out for less. I was born with fine feathers and taught to undress Seasons turned to let me out of my prison in the snow I am just a summer bird, now you know There was nowhere safe and sound, so I wore out my only dress Let me sink into the ground like the flowers you love best I'll hold the ship steady so you have somewhere safe to land on Come back when you're ready We'll go where we always planned on I'll hold the ship steady So you have somewhere safe to land on Come back when you're ready And we'll go where we always planned on